Hey everyone, welcome back to Land Investing Online, where we teach students how to profitably buy and sell vacant land. This is the simplest, least competitive, and most profitable sector of real estate. For more information, go to landinvestingonline.com. We have a free Discord with tons of successful investors in it. Come learn from the best. I'm Daniel Apke, joined with my brother Ron Apke and our accountant Ashish. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. Doing great, man. Awesome. So this is going to be a really good topic today. Um, we have an accountant here to kind of go over some basics and some things you should know before getting into the business. He's our personal accountant and he does very well for us. So I think you guys will get a lot of information out of this. But before we get started, let's go over a question from one of our members. It's, I get a lot of properties back that need to go through probate. How do you go about this? Is what one of our members asked us. Ron, do you want to go over that? Yeah, so I mean, it's it's a common thing when you're sending bulk mail, whether it's 5000 or 10000 a month, it's a very common thing to get properties back where the person doesn't have the deed in their name and they need to go through probate. Sometimes, guys, these are the best deals. You want to make sure if you're going to go through the probate process with them, you want to use an attorney that you're comfortable with and you want to kind of walk the uh, seller through the process before you actually, you want to make sure they're committed essentially. So whenever we do deals that need probate, you got to take into account, it's going to take at least three months, probably closer to six. It's going to cost more money. So you got to make sure there's enough spread in there to uh, make a good profit along with uh, paying those probate. So it's, it's something you got to think about. I think it's a good avenue not to, not to just throw them in the trash. If it's a probate deal, you got to really think about it. I wouldn't do it as my first deal, but if you've done 15, 20 deals, take, take on some of these, it's going to expand your business and it's going to make you more money in the end run. Yeah. Really good answer. I don't even need to say anything after that, but there's tons of opportunity there. So definitely don't avoid them. If the money makes sense, I would look into them further. Um, but let's get into the show. Ashish, welcome. If you want to start by just giving your background and what you do to, to the audience. Absolutely. Hey, thanks for having me guys. Um, so I'm Ashish. Okay. I, I run a CPA firm where we are tax advisors to a lot of almost 100% real estate investors. And we are investors ourselves. You know, we also invest in, we don't flip lands, but we, you know, we have land investments, commercial properties, and a single family, multifamily, and we have our own private equity you know, branch who does that. But we, today's call is more about the, uh, um, you know, the accounting and taxations and uh, how, you know, how to get started and set, up, set, it, set it up correctly when you begin your investing journey in, in the land or flipping in a business. Awesome. So when we're talking about land specifically and what we do, um, how, how does the IRS look at our business? So very good question, right? And this is what most of the people struggle when they begin investing in normal real estate, which land is a part of. Investing in a long-term rental is going to be very different than investing in a land. Long-term rentals and any kind of rentals, they are passive in nature and they're in the capital assets kind of thing okay from taxation perspective from um for the land when you sell land it's just like selling uh, a milk at the walmart walmart sells a the milk they buy the milk and they sell some milk it's an inventory that's 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 what you're doing you're actually buying a land as a milk and selling it in a very next day or in, in a month it's an inventory so when it's an inventory they're taxed differently the inventory is taxed differently compared to your, you know, your rental properties or any other investments, stocks you got. So you have to really make sure you have a right kind of structure set up to begin with and also save taxes. Awesome. So yeah, yeah, we're just buying and selling milk, then we're viewing it as inventory, not capital gains. So it's a little different in that way. What were you going to say, Ron? 
So just to confirm, Ashish, um, so just so the viewers understand, so at the end of the year, like you can't buy a bunch of land and then say, this is my expense. So when it's inventory, um, that, that land is just inventory, and then you're going to get tax based on your profit, correct? Exactly. And that's actually very good, right? I didn't want to get into that detail, but you're right. Let's say you spend a million dollar buying land this year, but you sold none of them. You cannot go and file a return and say, I had a million dollar expense this year because I bought all this land, which I'm going to sell. You only saw expense when you sell the land. So next year, if you sell a million dollar again, then next year is when you're going to recognize those expenses. So it's actually one of the good tax um, you know, saving uh, strategies when you can timing time the you know, sale and the, in the, you know, if you want to recognize income this year, if your tax rate is going up next year, maybe wait. You know, you, there's a lot of things we can play around whenever you do these kind of flips, but there are other things we you know more important, such as if you're buying, if you're also selling land, but as you know, you guys grow and uh, as a new investor grows, they want to keep some land. Then it has to be done very separately so that you're not dinged with the self-employment tax on the assets you want to hold. But we can get into that in detail later on. Awesome. Really good explanation. Um, so getting into that then in the structure of your business, how, how would you recommend someone, I guess, who's just starting in land? How should they structure their business? Um, obviously, there's different entity types and whatnot. Can you go into that a little bit? Absolutely. And this is what I tell to most of my beginner level or you know, in, in, even the complicated investors. Do not just go and create a bunch of entities if you really don't need it, right? And this is what I mean. It's that applies to long-term rentals, but for, for the land flipping business, if you first you need to ask yourself, okay, how much am I going to get involved in this business this year? If you're going to expect to make more than 50 grand, then just get an LLC. Do not get a corporation. Do not get a C corporations or S corporations. Just get an LLC. Because the LLC can always be converted into any other entities. But if you get a C-Corp, you know, you, it's not going to help you. You cannot change back to an LLC where you're not taxed in a complicated manner, right? So if you want to make it simple, but also get a tax benefit eventually when you realize, oh, I made $200,000, how can I save taxes? So you start with an LLC. Just, you know, talk to an attorney or getting an LLC is really quick. Uh, you, know, you can do it all yourself. Not a legal advice, but, you know, make sure you get a normal LLC and run everything through there, right? Why should not you be getting a C corporation or a normal, uh, and, or you know, never convert your LLC and S corporations? There's a, there's a reason for that. And the, I, I'll make it very short and sweet, okay? If you're gonna make more than 50 grand, then we will, you're, you're in a CPA or tax advisor will eventually convert your LLC to S corporation so you can save some taxes and do some, you know, entity level tax planning at, a, at the S corporation level. And you should never get in C corporation because our, you know, eventually if you work with a good CPA, what they're going to do is they're going to take your business income. Let's say you make a million dollars from your land flipping. They're going to take a lot of other tax planning opportunity and offset your income from land flipping business. If you get a C corp, that's never going to happen. Okay. Because C corp pays its own tax. You cannot offset it with any other planning at the other, like other long-term rentals. So all that to say is, you should really be careful if you're gonna buy a C, get a C Corp, unless you wanna sell your business in the next five years. Do not get an S Corporation right away. Get an LLC when you start out. And if it's a profitable, if it's a cost-benefit analysis, we do cost-benefit analysis, and if it makes sense to file an S Corporation, we can elect S Corporation at the end of the year. Okay, we can elect S Corporation in the next three years, if it's really, if it's in a really that late. But, so don't get S corporation right away. 
if that makes sense. And then another question um, we get a lot is when, when should, if someone's starting and they say they never owned a business before and they want to start land flipping on the side and they're sending out a little bit of mail, maybe getting a deal here or a deal mm-hmm. there, maybe one or two a month, should they get an LLC before even starting or are, are they able to just do it under their own name at first? At first, do it under your own name because LLC without crossing that 50K mark is not going to save you any tax anyway. That's why I was telling you earlier. If you really want to say, I'm going to go this in you know, a full time in this, I'm going to make at least 50 grand, then getting an LLC will eventually help you save self-employment tax with S corporation later on. But if you're going to, and I'm going to, this is a, let's say this is a November and you know that you're not going to make 50 grand, then you don't even need an LLC. Just, you know, do it under your personal name. Is it going to be in a file as a sole proprietor? You, you're not getting any more deductions because you have an LLC. Okay, you're not getting any more deductions because you, know, you just get that legal entity. You get same deductions. LLC is only going to help you, especially you know, in the flip, when you do when wholesale land or flip land, is once you hit that 50K mark, you, you know, you, we can elect to be an S corporation. It's going to save you taxes. But you need to come up with your own narrative and goal saying, am I going to do this? But if there's a remote chance that you're going to make 50 grand, then get an LLC. It's so cheap. It's $100 to get one, right? It doesn't even have to be done perfectly when you start. You can always change the LLCs, always then draft a new agreement. So just get an LLC and run everything through that and you'll be fine. Awesome. So to sum that up then, just get an LLC when in doubt. Don't get a, a C Corp. And then if you make a lot of money at the end of the year, you can always convert it to an S Corp and do, um, what do they call it? Late. Uh, late filing. Yeah, you can do late filing. Yeah. Late filing. Yep, exactly. Great. Um, so what, what are some basic ways to alleviate taxes that you and your firm do? And what are some common mistakes new investors you typically see? Oh, you know what? I'll tell you one common mistakes, and this is going to happen to every one of them, you know, who does this. And I have, you know, I have a bunch of, you know, land flippers I do actually. And when they start out, this is what they did. You guys make good money. Okay. You'll make good money. I mean, you know, with the, with the, with the, with the like a AppK brothers here, they're going to teach you everything. And you're going to, this new investor is going to make a lot of money when they do. Now they need to park their money, right? And they, what they do is they'll go buy rental, and which makes sense. But they will buy that under their own corporation that they just created to in a flip in a flip lands. That's a big no. Okay, it takes a lot. I mean, I I had a call with a client who did exactly the same thing. She had to pay three hundred thousand dollars extra tax because she did this three hundred thousand dollars. I'm not even kidding. So, but it's, the the the, um, the solution is very simple. Right? Do not make these mistakes. You, you run your flipping business to S corporations and everything. You know, you flip land there. If you want to flip a property, you can flip it in the same S corporation too. But if you're going to buy and hold some kind of rentals, never put this in, an, in this LLC or in your corporation, right? Create another one or hold it personally, but not in this LLC. That's one of the biggest mistakes I see with land flippers because, yeah, they, they already got an entity where, you know, they say, okay, it's easy. I'm just going to run everything through here. Money sits in this account. So I'm going to pay down payment from here and they get screwed up. Because having an L and it doesn't give them any tax benefit. Rentals in general gives you very tax benefit if you do it correctly, but if you put in S corporations, it basically negates all the tax benefit. That's the first mistake, and and I think this ties into you know what I was going to say. How you save taxes is this is very simple, guys. You're going to make money. So land flipping is not like rental property where you're going to have a paper loss from depreciation. You cannot depreciate your land land when you sell them, or your land can never depreciate anyway. So you're going to make a lot of money here. Let's say you make a million dollars from your land flipping business on this side. Okay. 
the, the biggest tax planning, I'm not going to go into details saying, oh, you can deduct this and deduct that. That's, you know, that's, they're going to make a very little dent on this, you know, high net worth and high owners from land business. But even you make like hundred grand, your goal should be, how can you now get invested in the real estate business in other ways, such as, you know, long-term rentals, syndications, commercial properties, whatever it is, take these two and offset each other. That's the biggest tax savings you're going to ever get. There's nothing else, unless you want to do some complicated, you know, uh, transaction captive instruments and other you know, easements, which are, you know, might not even be applicable to you. That's a whole different story. But at the very basic um, level, even the beginner investors can do two tax planning. First is at the entity level tax planning. When you get an S corporation, there's a lot of tax planning that can happen at the entity level, which you need to work with your CPA to do that, right? The second planning, the biggest that's going to make a dent is Real estate again, any other kind of real estate, not the flipping kind, not the wholesaling kind, okay? Long-term, short-term rental real estate, apartments, you know, commercial properties, you're going to buy them. You being a full-time real estate you know, investor you know, by flipping land, you can basically buy a bunch of you know, long-term wealth building um, real estate and offset your, your um, uh, you know, business income that you're going to make from your land flipping. That's the biggest way you can save money. And I have clients who pay zero taxes because of this. Zero taxes makes a million dollar here and have a lot of you know other investments offset each other and pay zero taxes, take home money and invest in all this other stuff. Nice, that's awesome. awesome. So, what you're referring to then is called uh bonus depreciation, correct? A part of it, right? Because bonus depreciation, you have to understand, is not, I mean, it, it happens to be 100% right now, it's going to 80% next year, it's going to you know again going down 50%. It, it was always 50% before, but there are other things you can do with real estate, right? I mean, you're right. The biggest tax benefit is going to come from it. You're going to get a you know, million dollars from your land flipping business, and you're going to buy a really nice, let's say $2 million you know, a warehouse or you know, a flex warehouse or uh, I don't know, storage units or whatever you want to invest in, or RV parks, mobile home parks, in, any kind of real estate that makes sense from numbers perspective. And then if you want to offset the income the first year, then yeah, we're going to do cost segregation, make sure there's no limitation on cost segregations because of very other reasons, and then offset each other. You guys being a full, if you, if you are your spouse is doing a full-time real estate and flipping a business, and he's, he's already you know, doing a full-time real estate, then they're probably not going to be that much limitations. You just need to do it correctly and have a good resource so that yes, it offsets each other with cost segregation. Yeah, just make sure, obviously, you're following the, the guidelines on what makes a full-time um, investor, because I, I'm sure a lot of our students have W-2 nine-to-five jobs and, you know, as accountants and stuff, and a lot of times they won't qualify. Exactly. You got to be very careful with how you invest in other, and even if you do land flipping, you need to be careful how you invest other assets. There are, there's some, there are certain kind of assets, like short-term rentals, where you don't have to be full-time real estate to get the same benefit as a long-term rental. Again, you have to work with your CPA to you know, get into detail and help you plan for this. Awesome. So, well, some really good takeaways there, Shish. Where can people uh, find you? Oh, people can just you know, Google Investor Friendly CPA or do investorfriendlycpa.com and just go there. You know, if you want to, I mean, I'm very generous with my time, guys. You guys know. If they just email me, I'll help them out. Just email me if you have any questions. Even like, this is my offering to you, all your new investors, whoever listens to this, okay? You don't have to work with me, guys. Just email me with the questions if you have. You know, when you're starting out, I'll help you out. I'll help you out. I'm, I was an investor, beginner investor in myself, and I know one helped me, and it always, you know, bothered me. I did something wrong. 
I don't want you guys to do the doing things wrong when you when I'm offering helps to you guys. So just make sure you reach out to me and I help out. www.investorfriendlycpa.com. Very easy to find us. Awesome. Investorfriendlycpa.com. Tell them Land Investing Online or Daniel Apke sent you and he'll get you guys squared away. Any questions yeah. you have, go there. He's super helpful. He spends a lot of time with us. So definitely recommend it on our end. Other than that, guys, thanks for joining. Don't forget to join. Visit landinvestingonline.com. Join our free Discord. When you join in there, say hi to Ron and I. Um, other than that, thanks for coming, Assis. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Take care. Thanks.